Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, I want to talk about are you really ready to quit your 9 to 5? So let's get into it. Welcome, everybody, to episode 20. This is crazy. Um, it's probably not that huge of a monument or a milestone for some podcasters, but for me, I think it's a nice round number. It's a good, kind of a good big deal for me. Um, who'd have thunk that it would have lasted this long? I mean, who'd have thunk that it was going to be uh, this this great journey that I've been on and, um, I've had a lot of ups and downs with the podcast as far as, um, you know, consistency, tech issues, uploading issues. So it's kind of cool to get to this point. Finally, I just wanted to say real quick that I'm just, I'm super grateful for everybody who's taking the time to listen to what I have to say and who, um, supports me. And, you know, it's kind of, mind-blowing to think that somebody with a simple story maybe you know not much different than your own is able to put something out there for people to listen to and and they actually listen to it and want to listen to it and want to receive the information so it's it's super humbling I feel super grateful that I'm able to do this and I hope that every day more and more people are able to find this podcast and and it touches more and more people and I can help more and more people with my story. So I just wanted to take a quick minute, let everybody know I'm super grateful for you guys. And um, let's get into today's episode. So today I want to talk about if you're actually, if you think you're actually ready to quit your job and be a full-time entrepreneur, uh, business owner, whatever you, your side hustles become, getting to the point where you can kind of replace your day job income and so you're getting to that point of now going full force with it cutting out the bull crap of um, your day job and the reason I came across this episode or the idea of this episode was I was talking to my mom the other day and she's going to be retiring soon I thought what how strange is it that these two life changes are so similar in in the idea of what they are because both of them are very uh, frightening, they're very life-changing, and there's a lot of things that you have to learn in order before you get to that point. Just like I don't think that many people prepare for quitting their job properly, myself included, but I don't think people prepare for retirement as well. I think a lot of people think that it's just going to be a nice big vacation. And then the only problem with that is once the vacation kind of wears off, the way vacation mentality kind of wears off, then what are you left with? You're bored. You're sitting there watching TV. There was a study that was done years and years ago, I think when I was younger, and they said something about like 88% of people after retirement die within the first five years or five or ten years or something crazy like that. The reason they said was, I and don't quote me because I don't remember the article, but I just remember hearing this and I thought it was so interesting. But the reason they said that a lot of people 
were dying is because they lost their they lost purpose in their life. When you have something to do, when you have something to work towards, it keeps people alive. Statistically, I guess, according to this study. And um, I thought that was super interesting because it does relate in both retirement and with quitting your job and being a, a, a full-fledged entrepreneur, running your business, um, growing, whatever you're doing that's life-changing. I think it, it all is um, relatable. But I was talking to my mom about how she was getting ready to retire, and I told her, I've been telling her for a while, like, like start learning new things, start finding something that interests you, play around with ideas, because you need to figure out, you need to start figuring out what you want to do right now, and so by the time retirement hits, you can just hit it, hit the ground running. So I was talking to her the other day about it, and she was talking about how she was going to take a class that, you know, to keep her mind sharp and she wanted to get some more information and I told her I was like that's great and it it happened to be that it was a class on nursing which my mom's a nurse and I told her I said you know I think it's great that you're trying to learn things but why would you want to learn something that you're no longer going to do so we really got to dive deep into it and it's very interesting I think that what my mom is experiencing is similar to what many people experience there's this um, there's this fear of the unknown, and we find solace in the things that we do know, and we find this comfort. It's like a big security blanket. We we uh, revert back to what we know, right? When we're faced with things that are scary and new, we revert back to the things that we know. So for my mom, instead of exploring other things and new hobbies and new interests and things that she knows that she may enjoy. It's a big change and it's scary. And so she was, while she was in the right direction of trying to learn something new and expand her knowledge, um, she reverted back to nursing and what she was good at. And my mom's been a nurse for probably, shoot, 30 years, 30 years plus. So she's very good at what she does. She's a very good nurse. And when you spend your life developing a habit and developing a skill, it's it's easier for you to to do things in relation to that. For me, you know, I did tons of different jobs, but what I excelled at was mechanics. Instead of looking for, instead of challenging myself, which I did a little bit uh, with experiencing new jobs, I always came back to mechanics because it was what I knew the most. It's what I had the most skill in. It's what I could get paid the most for. And it was super easy for me. It, it came super easy. Um, now, most people, you know, and that's the thing is that when things don't challenge you, you're staying in your comfort zone and you're able to keep in that zone. Um, but anyway, to go back to the conversation, you know, as we started talking about things, we started finding out more and more about it. And I started coming to a realization myself is that keeping that fear alive and and really holding on to it is is going to be it's not going to do you any good in the long run because what happens is when you retire or when you quit your job you have excess amount of time now when you quit your job to start your side hustle or you know to work on your business full time and all these other things there are tons of time that you're going to have to put in 
also there is time when there's time that's not wasted anymore. You for me, for an example, like I run my own business from home. I do the podcast, I have my business, uh, my real estate investing business. I do a lot of my shit first thing in the morning. And I'm most of the time if I don't spread it out and I don't get disorganized, I can get it done with before lunch, right? So now I have how many hours you put you divide a few time a uh, few hours with the kids, some time with the wife. Um, you still have a lot of time left over that a lot of people don't think about. Now you could fill that time with uh, Netflix binge watching. Um, movie watching, video games, um, you know, just stupid crap that's not gonna, it's not gonna push you forward. Or you can take that time, you can actually live life and enjoy life. When people get to this point of retirement or quitting the job, the only thing, and and this is what I was telling my mom, is that. I spent so much time focusing on actually quitting my job that I didn't spend any time thinking about the things that I could be doing in my free time once I've quit my job. And I think if you're going to push forward with this and if you you think feel like you're ready to quit your job or retire, have this in mind. Have something set up. I mean, if I I wish I knew this when I stopped because I, I think things could have been a little bit more different. I, I think my learning curve and my um, my ability to be eff- more effective at home would have been way different had I had this in mind. But the problem is, is like I didn't have anybody who had done this before. I had nobody who was an established person in their career, wife and kids getting ready to try and be an entrepreneur and have a business and all these things. So for me, you know, I learned a lot of things through the school of hard knocks where it's trial and error. But looking back, like I said, you know, this, having this conversation with my mom, it really uh, brought to light a lot of the things that I didn't do. I wish I would have. I, number one, I think if you're going to, if you think you're ready, start thinking about that transition, start thinking about what am I going to be able to do with my free time? I want to make the most out of my time because the thing is, is you want to, you want to enjoy life. It's not about, it's not, it can't always be about money. It can't always be about success. There has to be, there has to be a balance of happiness in there. There has to be, you know, think of it as if you're, think about it. If let's say you're in your twenties, you want to quit your job, you're ready to start your business. Think of it as if you're retiring. Think of it as you've lived your life and now you just want to enjoy life. And start there. I think that's a good place to start because if you don't think about these things, instead of growing, instead of living life, you're just going to be like in life, if that makes sense. You're not going to be experiencing anything. And I think that's it's, it's such a waste because... There's so little time that we do have that we should optimize and enjoy the, the free time that we do have. Like I said before, language learning, um, I'm learning a lot of different things about business and sales and I've been doing gardening and all these other things that I've found that I've enjoyed 
it brings me joy. It brings me happiness. And so I push towards those things in, in the free time that I have. Now, again, you know, it took me longer to adapt to at-home uh, work because I was so focused on that. I was so focused on being home with the kids and Sarah and, and not having to worry about listening to some asshole you know, chat my ass about nothing and get in trouble and have this fear of I could lose my job at any moment and I could be out in the street and not making any money and providing for my kids and that I never concerned myself with the afterthought of what I would do. So again, you know, talking going back to what I was talking with my mom is that I was just like, you know, if you don't start, because her whole her whole idea is to go and travel, and I think that's a great idea. I think seeing the world is amazing. Um, Sarah and I want to take the kids and, and do a couple months out of the summer every year and go and see things and experience things so our kids can experience life, not just live life. I think that it would be a great idea for, you know, because that's traditionally what people do once they retire, they want to go see the world. And I told my mom, I said, you know, maybe start some other things too, um, things that might have interested you. Take some time and really see if those are going to be good for you and see if you're going to um, enjoy those things too. Because the thing is, is when you have your your mindset on something and you have your eye on this goal, this light at the end of the tunnel of when I get to, when I get to retirement, I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to see, you know, Europe and Asia and I'm just going to go and I'm just going to experience these things. And then you spend your whole life working towards that goal. And then you get to be able to experience that. And then you find out traveling sucks. I hate being on planes. I hate going to airports. I hate being, uh, I hate layovers. And this country was dirtier than I thought. And I didn't like the way people treated me at this country. And yada, you know, like everything that you spent your whole life dreaming about has fallen short. And now what are you left with? You come back home with your tail tucked between your legs because the one thing that you wanted didn't turn out to be what you thought it was going to be. And so now you have nothing else. And so I told mom, I told my mom, I said, look, dude, I think traveling's awesome, but what if you don't like traveling? So there's things like that you have to keep in mind. I, I would say never stop experimenting with Ideas. Never stop experimenting because you never know what you're going to fall into, what is going to pique your interest, and what is actually going to bring you the most happiness. Am I saying that she doesn't, if she starts traveling and it doesn't turn out great like she thought it was going to be? It could. I think it will because traveling um, has been proven to bring happiness, increase happiness. They did, a, they did a study about people traveling, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. And it actually showed that it increases happiness to get out of the norm and, and go experience other cultures and things to, of that nature. So I don't think that she's going to hate it. But you can't, you know, I don't know if you could do it forever and you can do it so long, you know. I mean, there's the grandkids and there's family here at home. And so I, I don't know. There's got to be other things that fill the time, right? So number one, start thinking about things that you're going to be doing in your free time. Number two, 
never stop experimenting with things and always keep an open mind to things. Because the thing is, is you, like I said, you never know what you're going to fall into and you never know what you're going to actually enjoy. Some of the things that I thought I'd never enjoy, I do enjoy. I think it's also important to consider if you do have families, how you're going to set up your time at home, how it's going to be for your kids, your spouse, uh, what's it going to look like? What's your day going to look like? What's your week's going to look like? Are you going to keep the Monday through Friday work week? Or are you going to work three days out of the week and then you're off? What What's that going to look like? Having an idea like that and having something that's concrete so you know this is what I need to do. And then after that, I can do what I want to do. Um, one of the big mistakes that I did was I didn't think like that. Um, I just considered, well, I will figure it out as I go along. And that's really a terrible idea because again, it took me, my learning curve for that took me a lot longer because I was stuck in this idea of just the freedom of it and being able to do what I want when I want that I kind of threw structure and everything else out the window, which is not a good idea. So Keeping that in mind of how you're actually going to keep and structure your days, structure your weeks, structuring your time with your family, I'd say it's easier to be less structured when you have a job, when you have a, a day job. As you become more responsible for your time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you have to be pretty structured, I think. And again, this is just my experiences. You guys might be different, but there's just so much chaos for me. You know, I have five kids. I have my wife. um, I have my personal time that I want to have. If I tried to do that shit on the fly all the time, I'd never get any of it done. I'd never accomplish any of it. I wouldn't be able to accomplish time with my kids. I wouldn't be able to accomplish time with myself and my wife. All these things... I would never be able to give time to my business. Um, So if you, you know, like I said, if you're getting to that point, take that into consideration. It's something that I think a lot of people, all these things that happen, I don't know if it's just me or if a lot of people just overlook these things, but I think they're important. So that's why I mentioned them. So yeah, there's structure, there's routine that you should have. Or you should try to keep establishing structure and routine. One of the big things that I had was um, when I was in my room working, I let the kids come in. I let the kids distract me, which is, again, a no-no. Setting up those boundaries of, okay, dad's working. We need to be here. Mom's working while I'm in here. You know, I'm not here. Pretend like I'm not here. I think that's a big um a big obstacle that I had problems with. So setting that up again, I think this, and you know, it all goes back to the structure. It all goes back to the discipline, um, having your own self-discipline to be able to not turn around and play with the kids when they want to play because they're going to want to play from the time they wake up to the time they go to sleep. Right. So having that discipline of not working or not playing with them and actually working and actually staying focused and getting your things done, I think is going to be, the very beneficial to you once you start this whole transition. 
And I think the last tip that I have for you guys, something that has caused me issue as well, and again, stupid me, not thinking about things, keep in mind why you're doing all this. Keep in mind the your, you know, quote-unquote why. Because when you get home and... For a lot of people, not having someone there to push you and say, hey, get back to work. Hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do that. And having to take the reins yourself, it's really difficult in the beginning. I think it's super difficult because it's so much easier for people to just respond to somebody versus being that person that goes forward. Like I can respond to somebody saying, hey, get back to work. And I'm like, oh, okay, I got to get back to work. Or, hey, you need to get this done before lunch. And then we go, okay, I got, I, I got to get this done before lunch. And for me to actually set myself up and say, hey, settle down, get focused, and get this done before lunch. Hey, you need to get this done today. And that's one of my, I'd say, one of the biggest issues that I've had thus far. Well, I'd say maybe my organization and, and my discipline have, have caused me more problems than not. Um, since quitting and I think it with seeing what it does and seeing the problems that it causes in my business and causes with my family time it, it's a big deal and I think it needs to be really really harped on and really focused on is that you need to be disciplined whatever you do whether it is whether it is retirement or whether it is quitting your job quitting your day job to start that journey you're starting a new journey. You're you're beginning a new chapter in this book. And why not make the second half of the book the better part? Where you experience more things, where you're you're so focused and you're so driven. Like even in retirement, being focused and driven to do things is a freaking great idea. It's something that's going to help push you past what you ever thought you were going to do, experience more things. You know, when you're in retirement, you have less time to experience things. So why not make the most of it? Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. Again, you know, episode 20, it's been a great experience. I um, Just the support that I'm getting, it still means a lot to me. And it makes me feel optimistic about the future of the show if you guys have any suggestions that you want me to talk about, anything that might interest you that you want me to maybe do some research on and have an episode about, you guys can look me up on Instagram, Jordan B. Yeager, Y-A-G-E-R, in case you didn't know. <laughs> it's in the title of the show, but you never know. I, again, I really appreciate you guys, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Mm-hmm.